See this episode's show notes for our unique promo code to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful stats and all the support you need to sound your very best. This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Hello everybody, welcome back. Welcome to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 307 and you are with your High Priest of Conchu, Ray. Hello everybody. Uh, this is going to be, this is a very, very unplanned episode. So bear with me, we are live streaming. Jump on, come on, help me out here. Um, I'm Ray, as I said soloing it at the moment, doing the Han, and we'll, um, we'll, you and I, everyone, will be covering Moon Knight um, issue 16, Chinatown from Jed McKay, a new comic book, it's a moonshine, and I did have that, look, this is, straight away, Ray is in trouble, I didn't update the, uh, <laughs> the, t- the teleprompt thingy-me-jigsies, um, so just bear with me again, we are live streaming. So, um, there are visual references here. So as mentioned, uh, yeah, we'll be doing a moon Knight, volume nine issue 16 by Jed McKay. As also mentioned, as you can tell, uh, I've really slapdashed this together. I was just mindful of not, um, Releasing this in time, you know, this is a new comic book, wanted to discuss it, wanted to get it out there. There was some great discussion in our group, uh, so wanted to um, to get this out there. And, and unfortunately, look, to be completely honest, um, schedules are a little tight at the moment. I do have family over here from overseas. Um, yeah, a few things going on with the family. Uh, all good, mind you, nothing bad, um, but it makes things tricky to record, so... I'm on my lunch break here, um, I'm working from home, and uh, I thought this would be a good time. I had you American loonies in mind, I thought this time would be decent in the evening for you um, to potentially come on and, and say hello. Um, before any of that, of course, I've got to thank all our Patronis, so a huge thank you to all our Patronis, uh, big, a little shout out there to, to Jonathan Sapson. Hi, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan dropped in a line. I hope you got access to all those videos that your tier allows you. Uh, it sounds like you did. So um, happy days. I'm very happy. But thanks to the likes of Jonathan and all the Patronis. Uh, can't do this show without you. And that's why I, I really do want to keep this show ticking, albeit, um, you know, with time constraints. And unfortunately, uh, couldn't get a, a guest co-host to come on board this time around. But I still wanted to plow ahead. And uh, let's get this show on the road. A big thank you also to our top tier Patronis, uh, Odin, Odin Sword, Drew Tombs, Daniel Doing, and Frank the Think Tank. Uh, incidentally, I want to talk about his, his awesome podcast. I want to fight it. You've got to check it out. That's with his nephew, 
Pablo Candy Bar. More on that later towards the end of the show. Uh, but a big thank you also to CLZ Comics and from Dream, Dreamland Comics uh, from Schoenberg, Illinois. So, uh, loonies, uh, yeah, by way of white noise, there's not that much to go on. Um, I had been trawling the internet for stuff. Um, a little shout out, Russell. Russell, Russell did mention uh, there, there was a, a sale on going on at Amazon for those uh, three and three quarter inch Moon Knight figures. Um, go check it out, see if you can pick, up, pick one up. US dollars wise, I think they go for about eight bucks, so um, that's a steal. Go go check it out if you haven't got one already. Uh, I have a vague recollection that another bit of Moon Knight mer merchandise has been released, but I can't for the life of me remember. Um, but anyway, I will potentially put that in the show notes. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Again, this is really a slapdash show i hope you can bear with me and and i hope you have actually bought moon knight 16 too because uh it was a really good issue from uh, jed mckay and alessandro capuccio so not much by the way of white noise uh i couldn't really uh, the only other thing sorry i did see was look there was a little bit more i'm going to call it a bit more fluff uh oscar isaac teasing or suggesting that there will you know they're in talks or or you know, they are working out the pre-production for Moon Knight Season 2. Uh, but again, that's all he say. I can't really verify anything. I mean, it was only a few moments ago, I think, that Isaac, Oscar Isaac said that it, it seemed, well, that it seemed pretty unlikely that there was going to be something, that he may not even show up in the movie. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, I'd say to just, you know, keep your peepers, keep your eyes trained on... Uh, on the comic books because they're do they're doing well uh, and we do get a lot of Mooney there. Uh, we may, <laughs> I don't know, we we may as well get into our our moonshine. Um, so I'm gonna hit this little doohickey and off away we go. Yep, I put it up there before. It's a moonshine issue 16. I might actually start to share my screen too. Uh, why not? Share screen. That's not the screen I want to show you, <laughs> nor is that one. That's a little fin. Uh, right, so we have this issue to discuss um, and so I'm just going to jump in quickly of course this is a, it's called a Chinatown and in keeping with this slapdash nature of a show um, I don't have a bare bones <laughs> um, so to speak uh, but I will go through the issue don't worry um, for those that want to get a roundabout um, summary of what it is I'm just going to read uh, this out Moon Knight has been trying to dismantle the structure, the group responsible for turning his assistant Reese into a vampire. In retaliation, the, the tutor, leader of the structure, has sent the assassin's grand mal and the Nemean after Moon Knight. 
Moonart and his alters investigated the assassins and also learned that the structure does not venture into Chinatown due to a mysterious rival vampire presence. So, uh, penned by Jed McKay, drawn by Alessandro Capuccio, with Rochelle Rosenberg on the awesome colours, uh, letterer VCs Corey Pettit. Uh, and then we have uh, some cover artist, Steven Segovia, who's been doing most of, I think, the Moon Knight covers of late, and Rochelle Rosenberg. And there's also a variant cover by Joshua Cassara and Dean White with uh, Net Ease. I'm assuming that that would be the colouring. Uh, we also have uh, editor Tom Bravewort as well. So a um, pretty, uh, for listeners, I mean, please don't take this show as your stock standard show. But what I will try to do is to kind of go through some major points in this uh, without having to go through panel by panel. I uh, just want to go through some main points, uh, what my overall impression was as well. Uh, and then any comments on writing, art, characterizations, themes, or references to um, to any other runs. I want to open up this discussion, this solo discussion, i.e. just me, uh, by just saying I really enjoyed this issue again. There, there is a, a familiarity, I think, uh, with the structure that Jed McKay uses in this story. Look, it's very much a setup issue, but I did notice uh, a very, almost it was a, a replica of how things were done uh, with previous issues, uh, most notably, I think, issue 15 and potentially 16, whereby you have the main expositions uh, elaborated on and... Uh, that kind of paralleled with more action elsewhere. So for this issue, uh, we had uh, Mr. Knight and Reese and Soldier meeting up with, and I am going to look up, they go to Chinatown, obviously, and they meet up with the person in Chinatown who ends up being uh, Lady Yulan. And Lady Yulan is, is a vampire herself. She turns out to be an assassin, uh, for um, one of these um, other vampires. <laughs> uh, I was about to say for the tutor. I, th I think the tutor... Um, yeah, Yi Yang lived too long. Uh, so for, for Yi Yang, basically. Yi Yang is, a, um, is the boss of... of Lady Yulan and um, the tutor who is the leader of the structure has a connection with uh, with them as well. Uh, this was quite good. I mean, we got into it as well. I'm going to have to do a reread to really get um, a full sense of it. But basically, um, what I thought was was great was that we don't get like the big bad. Um, we get a mention of Dracula. We get a mention of of the tutor trying to establish a, a, a more of a, a power, uh, more of control uh, globally for, for vampires. Um, and what Moon Knight has done to really irk his plans is not, uh, is not the fact that, I guess, he's getting 
in the traditional sense, getting in the way of, of the tutor. But in a sense that he is starting to make his own vampires. And this is mentioned um, with with Yulan that uh, the fresh ones, like Reese and Soldier, she can smell that they're fresh vampires. And this poses a threat to the tutor who really um, doesn't want any uh, opposition when it comes to him expanding his empire. Um, and so I'm just reading here as well. I'm going to read this out as well, just to jog my memory. Uh, so uh, Yulan puts, uh, dismisses Moon Knight, Mr. Knight, and says, uh, Yulan, she left Yi Yang's service almost a century ago, hasn't seen her since. Um, a century is nothing to her. Uh, Yi Yang has gone a little bit crazy, having lived really long, this whole thing about immortality uh, and I guess the mind can't take it. Um, but yes, immortality soured her mind and soul, made her an insane monster. Uh, do you know what it's like to work for someone like that? And and I thought it was a great retort by Mr. Knight. Uh, well, I mean, um, by a soldier, but uh, you can kind of get the parallels between Mark and Konshu as well. Uh, Yulan goes on to say, if I move against the tutor, then he'll make Yi Yang wherever she is aware of my whereabouts. So this is the connection that the tutor has. Uh, so the tutor has a card up his sleeve against Yulan. So Yulan is kind of, she's got her hands tied behind her back because she knows if she does anything against him, um, he'll let Yi Yang know. And I'm keen to see who Yi Yang is. Sounds like a really, a real badass. Uh, and Yulan says, yeah, and when she comes for me, she'll burn all of Chinatown, if not New York City. Uh, so as I mentioned, this kind of bounces between their discussions, which is essentially is a really huge exposition to get us going um, for this. Uh, so we get more action with Hunter's Moon, which is awesome, and Namian and Grand Mal, and that's where our action lies. And so, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say I wasn't disappointed by the kind of repetitive structure that Jed McKay used because it's still solid and it still served its purpose. I just say, I guess it was just apparent for me that it was there again and it was kind of, um, I don't know, that it, it was noticeable. You know, and like I said, it wasn't too bad, um, but I just did notice it, this repetition. And when, when that happens, um, it kind of, I guess, takes you out of it a little bit. Um, because it's you'd, you'd want kind of a little bit of variety um, in in the way the stories are kind of told. Um, so if that is like like one small critique, that's what I'd say um, with it. But the content itself, um, what Jed's trying to convey across, um, and the way that he's he's well the the things that he's showing um, and able to do by able to to show basically two stories in tandem. Uh, is really good. So we get Hunter's Moon basically fighting his way with, uh, I'm going to just jump here again, visual aids, uh, anyone watching this live stream can see. Now this was awesome. We get um, Hunter's Moon holding his, his own against Nemean and Grand Mal, and Nemean's a pretty tough nut. Grand Mal's quite dangerous, uh, but then he, he gets overwhelmed. Uh, there are a whole heap of vampires here. Um, some of Tudor's um, acolytes, so to speak, and they mob him here. The beautiful artwork from Alessandro Capuccio. Um, so the various things you see uh, Hunter's Moon here staking 
the vampires, you immediately get the the uh, skeletal or the skeleton um, of the vampire, uh, but he's slashing away with his crescent crescent moon. But the numbers are there. He's just getting overwhelmed, um, and you know that comes with a, a sense of as a reader of just you know yourself getting a little bit claustrophobic with all these. Uh, but again, testament to Capuccio's um, uh, visuals here as well. Uh, so, I mean, Yulan also mentions that this is the thing. Um, the Tudor has got grand schemes. To She essentially says to be the first internationally recognised sovereign vampire nation in history. Um, and also the Tudor wants to reach out to, to none other than a Dracula. Um, so, uh, so big things. Big things planned from Tutor, uh, and it re- we've got to remember that this is the the big bad behind um, behind you know Moon Knight's um, woes, I guess essentially. Uh, so uh, yeah, so the Tutor, um, very unassuming kind of villain, but I guess his reach now is kind of shown in this issue. Um, I liked also as well. Uh, just how Yulan mentions uh, Mr. Knight's garb, you know, being white. Uh, there's a little quip there that uh, Mr. Knight says at the beginning, something like, you know, uh, they can see me coming, which was a nice little reference, we know, to the Houston run and also to the, the Warren Ellis run. Um, so I'll just go back a few pages here. It's right at the beginning, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, at the beginning they say, so you found out that there's something or someone in Chinatown that the tutor's scared of, uh, and we're just walking in, and he pretty much says, like I said, uh, I like it when they see me coming. Um, so that <laughs> that was a, a nice little quip. But um, Yulan also mentioned about his, his clothes, which I thought was cool. Um, she likes his outfit, but she says, where I come from back in my day, you wore white for funerals. I've worn it ever since. So that kind of in a nutshell, lets you know about uh, Lady Yulan. Uh, she's, a death surrounds her, whether or not she's lost a lot of loved ones, whether or not she has put a lot of people in the ground, uh, that's left up to you. But uh, she's a really interesting figure. I, I like her. I'm, I'm going to say I like her more than Tudor. I think the Tudor, uh, although he's, he's quite the big bad, I think he's been... Um, we just haven't seen much of him, you know. And the aesthetic of Lady Yulan immediately, she's she's got some flair. Um, there's some interest in her as well. She she has a lot of information, obviously, and she can kick ass as well. She grabs Mister Knight. Where is that? Um, uh, this is a great um, visual here. So again, listeners, I'm looking at. There's a splash page where she drops her um, saucer. I guess a bowl that she's drinking, I'm assuming, blood from. And as it's falling uh, through the air, she grabs Mr. Knight and she kind of holds him up by a neck. And just before the the bowl hits the ground. So she's pretty fast. She's got lightning, vampiric speed. Um, So, you know, not to be messed with. Um, Also... What I what I was really kind of shocked at, and I thought it was a great little shock, uh, was you get this when she's holding him by the neck, you get a glimpse of I guess 
what she is. Uh, she has a very demonic face, um, and she says he. Um, she's yeah she's an ancient monster so i think i mean whether or not she's just a vampire or she's beyond that i mean remember she's an assassin um so she's done a lot of things for yi yang but um yeah so she could be more more than just a mere vampire she she does seem to have vampiric qualities it's just assumed because she's also kind of um surrounding herself with vampires um but yeah, she's got this very kind of monstrous face, it seems. And again, full credit to Capuccio for for doing that. Um, got horns or tusks coming out of her cheeks. She's got glowing red eyes and almost an indescribable face, um, which is really cool um, as well. Uh, yep. Yeah, so look, the other the other main thing, I guess. Um, is that the two other main things I think that we can get from this story? Uh, one of the main aspects is that uh, Yulan actually has more information for Moon Knight, and she knows of this massive—it's a conclave in in Manhattan. All the I guess the dignitaries of the vampire factions around the world are attending. So this is like shooting fish in a barrel, really, for Moon Knight. And um, she mentions, uh, I can put you in the same room with room as him. Because Moon Knight, Mr. Knight wants to, basically he's out to kill uh, the tutor. But being an opportunistic person, if there are a whole heap of other bad people that he can kill, then he'll definitely, I think, do that. Um, so Lady Yulan says, my only catch is that the room will also be filled with some of the most dangerous vampires in the world. Now this is got to be some great, you know, a great setup for what's to come. Um, Moon Knight versus the best of the best of vampires. You can't get any better than that. Um, Moon Knight just responds, good, good. And again, beautifully, beautifully drawn by Alessandro Capuccio. Um, so that is setting up, um, for, after all the kind of information giving, that sets up for the... Um, the next few issues, and, and I guess how the arc is drawn out. We, all, as I mentioned before, um, we get Tudor trying to reach out to Dracula, so whether or not he will show up, I have a sense, and my fingers are crossed, that the boys over at Moon Knight Core might be able to get the ultimate, you know, reference. Um, and we will we see Moon Knight face to face with Dracula, and somehow. Will Will Moon not be asking him for his goddamn money? I I don't know, but um, it's very exciting. Um, he's getting the slow crawl. It's been wondered ever since the beginning, ever since issue one, where we had vampires. That kind of question of you know, is Moon not going to meet Dracula? We are getting one step closer now, so that's um, really exciting. Um, the the last main aspect I wanted to talk about. Uh, was I guess it's the uh, you know massive spoilers I guess it's the fate of Hunter's Moon um, so as you can see he's not in a good way here <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can enlarge this he's not in a good way um, it's got crowbars and you know screwdrivers and hammers and all sorts of like building materials they, yeah, they must have been fighting near a, a building site because, because he's all sorts of accoutrement 
of of uh, construction building and and handyman work. But he has, you know, he's killed a fair few vampires, but he's not looking the best as well. Um, the shocking thing we see here is that, you know, again, there's this li- nice little sleight of hand from McKay um, because we have what seems to be this tropey thing of Nami and, and Grand Mal and Nami going up to saying, oh, you know, go back to Mr. Knight and, and send him this message. Uh, then... Grand Mal actually says, "Oh, this sorry, this is actually Grand Mal saying, take a message to Moon Knight, tell him that we're coming for him. And actually, you know what? And then Nemean grabs him and uh, a beautiful and deadly page at the end. It's like, we'll tell him ourselves and there's a big crack. So you can only imagine, potentially, Dr. Batter, Hunter's Moon, has had his his neck snapped by Nemean. Um Shocking, but then also remember we're dealing with fists of Conchu. We're dealing with acolytes of of Conchu. Um, there's no reason why he can't come back, but it still doesn't make it any less shocking, I guess, when you do see that last page. Um, but really good stuff, actually. I, I really did enjoy this. Uh, I'm just going to... Oh, and, and next issue we see uh, there's a... A cover. It doesn't look like Stephen Segovia, someone else, but I can only assume Nemean has taken on a transformed, um, the transformed form of of, of a lion, the Nemean lion, and Grand Mal in the background. I'm just gonna flick through back, just in case I have missed anything here. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up uh, what what we got for for this issue. I mean, it was heavy in exposition, uh, but um, as mentioned yeah, many times, I think it's necessary to do that. Um, my only quibble was that perhaps um, it was. Look, at the end of the day, look, I'm going to change my mind. It was, it was, it was good. It was great that we were able to bounce between the two. There, there was enough there um, between Hunter's Moon and Nemean and Grand Mal. If you compare it to the previous issues where it was just incidental, it was that issue where Moon Knight was fighting Grand Mal and Nemean, uh, and then his friends finally come up. It seemed that that had a little bit less substance. It just purely served the purpose of action for the, the comics. Whereas uh, this with Hunter's Moon, although it's the main portion of it is action, uh, at least there is uh, a ramification at the end. Um, that was it was building up towards so him finding the two fighting the vampires just being overwhelmed uh, I kind of I think it made it a lot more effective say here but again it's the same sort of formatting that McKay has done uh, let me just go back see if I have missed any I think that's pretty much it so uh, I don't want to dwell too much and just tread water with you guys um, when discussing this uh, we do have oh hello from Rome. Hi, is that the country? Not the country. Is that the the city, um, or is that someone's actual name? Hello Rome. How are you? Uh, I hope you're good, and I hope you're enjoying Moon Knight as well. Um, I am going to stop this sharing. There I am again. Uh, yeah, so we do. Uh, I did manage to grab some feedback. From the fantastic um, likes of of everyone 
who who does follow Moon Knight. Um, let me see if I can grab this. Pardon me for my sniffles. Um, so I got a couple of things here. Uh, I'm going to put on the banner. So we've got some quotation marks here. We got we have quotation marks. Um, let me see. And like I said, if anyone is here, like that person from Rome, hello, um, please jump in. Happy to chat. Happy to talk. Um, so uh, from our Facebook group, got some feedback here uh, about issue 16. This one is from Mario DiGiacomo, or Digicom, valued Petroni. Mario says, uh, a solid issue. We get a lot of answers, including just how Soldier was turned, and the plot moves forward a notch or two. Um, oh, that was that's right. I mean, we do get that little description from Reese, which I thought was pretty cool and a little bit icky at the same time, how um, she was shot through a bit of her heart and went into a soldier, and that's how he, he became a, um, a vampire. Uh, Mario continues... The subplot involving Hunter's Moon confronting Grand Mal and the Nemean was decent as well, although I confess I had to reread those scenes a few times because I kept looking at the dialogue instead. Oh yeah, I think there's a lot to look at there, Mario. Um, it is, again, lavishly drawn by uh, uh, Capuccio. Uh, Mario says, I suspect the cliffhanger isn't as shocking as it appears given his patron's proclivities for re resurrection, but I suppose we'll see. Uh, my point as well. Um, if I had any complaint, it would be that the issue is very talky and that can make uh, for a bit of a dull read. Uh, it's mostly talking heads, although thanks to the art team, very pretty talking heads. I'll give it 8 out of 10. P.S. Given Yi Yang's history, how long before you think Night Raven shows up? Ooh, I don't know. Mario, Night Raven um, sounds really cool. Um, I have little to go on there, but I agree very much with you in the sense that it was a very um, dialogue-heavy issue, and I've got nothing against that as well. It's it's a necessity if you want to kind of build um, a lot of depth with characters. Um, but yeah, this was um, yeah pretty much just them talking in a room, the odd you know break in crockery. And a grab of a throat as well. But had some great action from Hunter's Moon. So can't complain there. Uh, thank you, Mario. Uh, another one here from Russell Moran. A friend of the show. Fellow co-host of Predator and Prey. A little shameless plug. It's our Yaucha podcast. All to do with Predator. Uh, also, he's uh, Russell is... You'll find him on billions of podcasts. Uh, Tomes of Evil. Hobgoblin Historia. Stakes and Staples. Uh, trapped in a world, and of course, Gamma Charge, all to do with the Hulk. Um, but Russell uh, drops his thoughts in. I love this issue so much. I love how Capuccio and McKay can simultaneously give us a talking, exposition-filled issue and an action-packed comic. I need more of Lady Yulan now. Wow. Yeah, she's great. I, actually, I'm very, I'm very impressed with, with her. Um, and she hasn't really even done that much, and she just wears a simple costume. Um, uh, she's uh, she's like if Lady Shiva was a vampire. Curious to see her boss as well. Yeah, yeah, Yang. 
Great fight throughout the issue between the Assassins and Hunter's Moon. Hunter's Moon is so badass. I definitely doubt he's dead. My two theories, he has to become the thing he hates. Ooh, becomes a vampire. Or he's just resurrected like Mark has been multiple times. Oh, and by the way, Dracula stakes and staples material. So Russell gets in a little plug there for stakes and staples, of course. Uh, nine and a half out of ten, Russell. That's a huge score. I forgot to give my score. I think I'd give it. Um, I'd give it. Uh, it is solid. I'd give it an eight. I'd say only because. Um, yeah, the art is beautiful. Um, it, it's chock chock full of information. Um, I'm trying to think of just different things. Like, would you be able to? You would be able to just pick it up um, just off the shelf if you had nothing to do or no knowledge of Moon Knight. It still works as a single issue, but it's definitely a setup issue. So, no, thank you, Russell, for that. That's awesome. Um, we get some more feedback here from Lena, um, the DID system part of our fabulous Facebook community. And Lena says, I was a little disappointed by the lack of Stephen and Jake in this issue, unless one of them was in the Mr. Knight suit. But we aren't given that information. It was still pretty interesting. No, it was still a pretty interesting issue that gives us a lot of intriguing new information. And even a reference to that effing nerd who owes Moon Knight money. Yes, maybe this means we will eventually get an actual canon meeting of the two characters. One can only hope. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're slowly edging closer, Lena, I think, to that. So, um, Look, as I said, it's going to be a huge payoff to uh, the boys over at MK Core. Uh, P.S. Is Hunter's Moon dead? Of course not. No one ever dies in comics, even before the mutants had their fancy gold eggs. I thought you were about to say gold balls, um, Lena. But yeah, eggs will do. <laughs> Why not? Uh, thank you so much, Lena. Um, it sounds like you're enjoying uh, this issue as well. Again, just really solid work from McKay. I mean, he's he's really kind of edging up there as as kind of one of the one of the more important, I guess, creators on the Moon Knight title. Like the stuff that he's doing is is really um, really exciting. Anyway, uh, another one here from Jonathan Sapsid, uh, another value Petruni. Jonathan says, great issue. This vampire conclave plot is working for me much more than the Zodiac one. Although I hope it's not just a way to get Blade in to save the day, uh, as is hinted. Ooh, I forgot about Blade. How cool would that be if he drops in and we have a, a team up? Uh, Lady Yulan is great visually and with her backstory and a smart idea to tell uh, that and a smart idea to tell that over Hunter's Moon getting bashed up page by page. He's not the sharpest crescent in the belt, is he? Uh, much more unquestioning and overconfident as a fist of conchu, as this solo mission shows. Uh, great setup for the arc. Capuccio and Rosenberg both on top form. How about that creepy glimpse of Yulan without her makeup? Chilling. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, she's the assassin to Yi Yang, but I'm just excited to see how you know what Yi, Yi Yang is. What she looks like. This is an, an immortal beast, um, and you know, no slouch when it comes to raising hell. So, yeah, thank you so much, Jonathan. Um, it sounds very positive all over. Uh, now, if listeners will bear with me, I am going to just check the other platforms to see if we have 
received anything else by way of oh um yes from our facebook page uh, we get i get something from brandon bartley chambers thank you so much brandon i know he's a, a frequent loony uh the whole time i could feel something was going to go poorly from hunter's moon nobody is ever truly dead in the comics but i'm still going to miss his presence until conchu decides to bring him back yeah, me too as well. I mean, he's he's proved to be quite a popular character. I guess it was a big swing to to introduce another fist of Conchu. Well, not only just another, but the other fist. Um, it was a great concept. Great concept by uh, Jed McKay and Tom Bravort, um, as we know from our discussions with Jed. But thank you, Brandon, so much for that. Um, I'm going to just jump, if you can, if you don't, if you please indulge me. I'm going to jump into Twitter and I'll just see if we have anything from there. Um, and just has been a while. I can see myself. that's a bit weird. Just saw the live stream of this actual show. That's a bit weird. Um, nothing from there. And I'll just check finally Instagram. Uh, apologies if I do miss out some of your um, comments. Um, I hope it's not too bad. Hey, it's Chris. Hello. Hello, Chris. How are you going? It's it's me going solo. Um, I'm just going to... Well, let us know, Chris. Have you read issue, issue 16 too? Um, I've got one from Instagram. And it's just a small one. It's from Metal Gun Talk, and Metal Gun Talk says, Hunter's Moon will return next full moon, LMAO. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Chris. This is a, uh, this is a cabana. Uh, I'm not sure if you caught me at the beginning. Um, this is like, I just decided, hell, I want to do this episode now. <laughs> so it's my lunch break. Uh, this is the cabana where I usually do uh work from home so uh i've got the in-laws over uh so i usually record up in the attic but i've brought the gear i've brought the the rig down here and i've just set up um it's a pretty nice place uh i've got the heater on it's starting to get a little toasty but i'm happy with that um all, all good all good uh thank you so much metal gun talk thank you chris for for jumping in everybody look if you don't know and again, for the podcast of this episode, if you don't know CMK7, people, people, boop, who's just uh, dropped in a line, I do have a link in the show notes. Go check out Chris's great work, digital work. He's, check out his digital portfolio. Uh, consider dropping a line to him, um, engaging him for work. He's done the videos to the um to the opening of the of the show as well as the the small transitions uh, and it just cannot thank chris enough for for his um selfless uh, selfless work um it, it's so fun to to add these on to uh to the show so chris uh, a big thanks there and thank for the compliment of the at the studio hopefully it'll uh it will get even more there'll be even more moon Knight stuff i've got can't see my big melon is in the way but there's, there's a moon knight photo there again 
please check out the video for all my visual refer references. Uh, well, that that is all of the feedback it appears to be. So a thank you to everybody um, for all your um, discussions and chats and and posts uh, and just fandom of Moon Knight. It's it's been fantastic um, to to cover Moon Knight to give Moon Knight a an unofficial podcast. So was, don't worry, it's still here, um, still going to go strong. Uh, you know, I, I might see how we go just with time because again, as I mentioned. Uh, just with family commitments and stuff, it's it's a little tricky now, and we are in daylight saving as well. So, again, that doesn't help when trying to tee up a chat with a US loony. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, uh, I think that pretty much wraps us for this episode. Uh, again, I wanted to uh, shout out "I Want to Fight It" by Frank the Think Tank. He's been doing great work. Uh, he and his nephew covering um, cryptids and, and myth- mythological creatures and I think I think potentially sci-fi characters and, and supervillains and stuff and they fight it and they kind of um, describe how they would tackle something from, you know, Bigfoot to a bunyip, which I thought had real fun. That was in episode three. Uh, it's a weekly show and that's, for those that don't know, that's an Australian uh, Aboriginal kind of mythological creature. Uh, so yeah, go check him out. The, sh- the links will be in the show notes. Go check out I Want to Fight It from Frank the Think Tank. Um, just wanted to give him a big shout out. And next phase, oh my gosh, I don't think I've even considered what's up next. Um, just check out the night sky. We're going to go back to the phases of the moon. Um, or actually... I think the Moon Knight Annual might be out soon. Um, I think Jed tweeted about that. Um, I will get the information for that. Keep your eyes peeled on our social media platforms. It might be um, it might be a coverage of uh, the Moon Knight Annual, which um, I can't wait. I mean, it's got Werewolf by Night as well, and for those who've watched the Disney Plus Werewolf by Night show, will know how cool it is. Um, so keep your eyes peeled out for, for episode three hundred and eight. I'll see if I can get some uh, a co-host in just to chat and bounce off ideas. Um, that would be great. Uh, once again, a huge thank you to all the Patronis. Thank you so much for, for sticking with us. Um, it's, it's a real big help. Um, I'm going to have to reassess maybe towards the end of the year, um, you know, what, how best to uh, utilize your fine patronage. I mean, so far... It's been going great guns with our own in, our own website, um, just keeping uh, the lights on for all our live streaming and our podcasting service. Um, but, you know, there's there's more that we can do with it, I'm sure. Um, just got to give a rethink, but huge thank you for your continued support. Big thanks again to Odin, Daniel, Drew, Frank, Justin, Derek, Wayne, Josh, Anthony, Russell, Michael, Mario, Matthew, and Jonathan. And patreon.com slash Knight is where you can find us as well if you want to join. Uh, please do. Uh, there's going to be, there will be an October bonus episode uh, exclusive to, to Patronis. I've been releasing one per month. Um, time is getting tight, so I think I mentioned to Jonathan, but I'll let all the Patronis know. If I can't get it out by the end of October, um, it, will, it will roll over to November. So we'll definitely get out early November and then 
obviously we'll have another November bonus episode. Um, I've been in chats with uh, good good mates Justin and Noel uh, a while ago. I know Noel's very busy. Oh, a big spectacle! A huge congratulations to Noel, um, frontman of Delita, um, fellow Patru- fellow Looney, um, fellow podcaster, uh, most notably Trapped in a World. A huge congrats, Noel. And to Laura and to Stella on their new addition to the family, Arlo. Um, so, so happy for you guys. You might be knee deep in poo right now, or at least we. Um, but I'm hoping you're loving every second. So big love to you, to Big Fella, and uh, and to Arlo and Laura and Stella as well. Um, I totally lost my train of thought there because <laughs> just remembered I wanted to congratulate Noel on air. Uh, yeah, so a, a big um, thank you to our sponsors again, Odin, Odin Sword, Frank the Thing Tank, Fringe Night, um, or should I say Daniel Doing. Uh, you've heard him a couple of episodes ago. He's doing great, great stuff. Um, and support Daniel on patreon.com slash fringe night 27. He's doing some cosplay. He's got a 3D printer. His, his costumes look awesome. Uh, and also uh, Drew Toombs, his music. You have to listen to it. Just slap it on. Sit down and slap it on. Uh, you can catch Drew's music on soundcloud.com slash tombs with a Z or lurkmusicwithack.bandcamp.com. Uh, CLZ Comics, go check out collectors.com. I use it. They've... They're great. I love them, actually. I've, uh, I've now, I'm now a fully paying person um oh yes and there you go same case seven congrats noel congrats buddy um thanks so much <laughs> thanks so much chris um yeah clz comics are great um if you if you really do cherish your collection and want to create order uh, go check them out i'm fully paying now i just why not um and for a little bit more you can actually um get their i guess their link with cover price which is a price guide as well and you can get uh, market values for your comics and finally dreamland comics if you use the code moon you can get 20 percent off the store uh, not 20 percent off the whole store i mean i'm sure they're not selling their whole store 20 percent off their online content <laughs> in their store um geez ray um Finally, uh, Collective, we're part of the Collective. Some great shows uh, going on at the moment. Uh, please check them all out. Look, there's a, oh my gosh, there's a, a cavalcade. I'm going to use different adjectives. Cavalcade of shows coming from the Capes and Lunatics stable. There's a plethora of shows from those boys, that is Russell, Justin and Noel, uh, Gamma Charge, as mentioned, Trapped in the World, Tomes of Evil, Hobgoblin Historia, Stakes and Staples. And also you got the likes of Dave Finn going multi, doing the Corbin Dallas multi-pass. He's, uh, he's got, of course, his core show, Signal of Doom, but also Dread or Dead. And he does a Legion of Superheroes one as well with his good mate, Adam. So a big shout out to all. Uh, again, I keep on forgetting to do this. But for the visuals, uh, again, I want to I want to thank everyone. There they all are again, just in visual form. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> there are executive producers and co-producers of the show, i.e. our valued Patronis. 
Uh, you can contact us as well just on email, feedback at itkmoonlight.com. Uh, we're on itkmoonlight.com, the website. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Get Vocal. Well, actually, maybe not on Get Vocal anymore. I think they went bust. Oh, my God, Ray. I've got to update that. Uh, Patreon and Podchaser as well. Uh, as you can see, just copy those on the screen or just click on the handy links in our show notes for that. All right, loonies. I have waffled and rambled enough. I feel like I am a jaffle maker because they make waffles and don't they ramble too? <laughs> anyway, yes. as always... Uh, thank you so much for listening, and may Conchi watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. the incredible hulk in comics film tv games and more that's right justin and we rate and review all the jade giants media good and not so good with a smash or a gamma clap and we put on the rant pants when, when we, we And join us on Patreon to get exclusive bonus podcasts, prizes, and more at patreon.com forward slash Gamma Charge Hulk Podcast. We will see you real soon, Gamma Beasts. Stay green. Gamma Charge. The strongest podcast there is.